Oliver breathed in the mist clinging to the black rock of the citadel ramparts and drank in the comforting silence. He raised his hand, and blue fire arced from his glove to illuminate the walkway as he moved slowly across the northern wall. A star nobles had arrived on the island, and he wanted to be as far away from the high chamber as possible. The recent increase in interaction between the seekers and the militant star was beginning to concern him. His people were one of solitude and learning, reaching out to the rest of the world only when something critical to the completion of research was needed. He had begun to feel an underlying tension in the Citadel's community, more so when he spoke to his father or other members of the council, and he felt that the Astar must be playing a title role in it. The armored knights and nobility of the lands to the north and east fascinated him, but his teachers had warned against too much interaction with the warmongers, as some called them. He had been born to a council member, and had grown up in the confines of the Sunfire Citadel that sprawled across the Black Island in the center of Lake Solari. When his mother had died, shortly after Oliver's birth, his father placed him into the keeping of the Citadel's school, where he had been raised as apprentice to the highest order of seekers, led by the aging Magnus. Only recently had Oliver's father begun to visit the school, or invite him for meals in the simple dwelling he kept in the council quarter. It was still awkward at times, but the bond of blood was strong, and Oliver had begun to look forward to spending time away from the confines of the school grounds, and listen to his father talk of council issues and adventures of times long past. As Oliver walked the well-worn rock path, he gazed into the darkness beyond the walls, as images of stories told by his father materialized in the fog. A wistful smile spread across his face as he imagined traveling the great central plains of swaying grasses, fishing in the great rivers of the north, and scaling the towering mountains that dominated the western landscape. As he passed through the archway of the northwest tower, his daydreaming was cut short when he heard a slight scrambling sound coming from the base of the outer walls where the lake's water met the stone of the citadel far below. When he leaned over the edge to look for the source, something exploded before his eyes, and his world turned a brilliant and soundless white. Stumbling back against the ramparts, he fought to stream power from his glove into a protective web around him. As his eyesight returned, he found himself curled against the rampart wall, with the shimmering shield he had raised still intact around him. He stood and tried to catch his breath as he allowed the protective energy to dissipate in a shower of sparks. Pain shot through his head as his hearing began to return in a high-pitched whine. The pitch suddenly changed and became louder, and he realized it wasn't coming from his head at all. Shouts of anger and screams of pain and fear echoed from inside the citadel walls. Trying to make sense of the maddening sounds erupting below, Oliver raced along the rampart. Coming to the stairway that led down into the great courtyard of the citadel, he found it obscured with dense smoke, as tongues of fire quickly spread through the lower dwelling areas. In panic, he leapt down, leaving the clear moonlight and entering dark madness. Huge black shapes moved in the smoke, as screams and the peeling sounds of metal striking metal and stone echoed mutely off the walls. Turning toward a nearby wall for cover, Oliver slipped in a slick of dark liquid and crashed onto a limp form lying at the entrance of one of the surrounding houses. He barely had time to glimpse the body's ravaged face and recognize a council member before something massive grabbed him by a leg and lifted him in the air. Oliver was thrown across the cobblestones and came to a jarring landing, skull first, against a marble column. 
Smoke, fire, and the sounds of pain and anger faded into blackness. Oliver woke with the morning sun struggling to work its way through the dense haze of smoke and ash. Curling up at the pain that radiated through his skull, he fought to remember what had happened. Touching his head, he felt the hair matted with dried blood, and he grimaced as he slowly forced himself to stand. He found himself surrounded by the bodies of seeker councilmen and a star nobleman in royal blue, bodies torn apart and tossed like driftwood with blood spattered on the cobblestones. Once bright armor was rent and broken, blades shattered and thrown about. Even children had been cut down in the massacre. The stench of death and gore threatened to unhinge his insides, and he used his cloak to cover his face. His mind nearly left him then, and he fell to his knees in the gore, eyes staring blankly at the nearby wall.